When you order Thai food, Carmela, how hot do you like it? I like it not very hot. Yeah, no, I like it hot, but you like it kind of mild. Mm-hmm. But but one thing we can agree on is that Thai food is good. Yeah, one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. But I will say one of the more challenging things about Thai food or other spicy cuisines mm-hmm. is that it can be really hard to figure out what wines to pair with them. True. But you know what today we're going to do? What? We're going to solve that conundrum. <gasps> Thank God. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of a reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and my wine pairing partner in crime, Carmela. Hi there. And we are the Wine Pair. All right, a quick orientation for those of you who may be new to the podcast. In each episode, what we do is we learn about and taste and give our completely honest review of three wines that are reasonably priced, which means under $20, and should be easy for you to find. And our podcast is made for people who, you know, want to learn more about wine, who want to find new wines to enjoy, and just want someone to talk about wine in a fun way wow, that you're regular people me. can understand. Wow. Fun. This That's sounds fun. So much, like so much fun so right fun. now. So, so fun. So if that sounds like you, you're in the right place. Really? Right. And we're proud to say that we are recommended by the editors of Decanter Magazine who call us fun, irreverent, chatty, and entertaining. Okay, well, that was a <laughs> pregnant pause like, there. How long are we going to be using that? <laughs> For, for until we get somebody else to write nice things about us. Jeez. Okay, so Carmela, today we're going to do something we haven't done for a while. Okay. And that is focus on wines to pair with a specific type of cuisine. Ooh. Now, in the past, we've done wine in Indian food. I remember. And we've done wine in Greek food. I remember. But today we're going to focus on another cuisine that is a favorite of ours, and that is Thai cuisine. How do you spell favorite, first of all? Favorite, not with a U. Okay. I don't put a U in okay. it. That's very British mm-hmm, and Canadian. But you just came back from from London. You're right. You're right. So, so I made me wonder if maybe you're like you know could have screwed up my spelling. Me. That's right. Okay. Now the reason I like talking about pairing wine with specific cuisine is because you and I really do think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And we like to say what the Italians like to say, and that is that wine is the fifth food group. That's right. And by that we don't mean that you can make a meal out of wine. True. Although you could try. You could. We probably have, like, way back when. But yeah, we wouldn't we advise wouldn't recommend it. it. We wouldn't advise no, it. That's right. No. But what we mean is that we think that wine is meant to be enjoyed with food. Right. And there are some reasons for that. Like on the pyramid, it's like, you know, it's on the very top. Yeah, it's like on the tip, tip top. Yeah, yeah. It's right a small fats. food group, but it's, <laughs> but it's really important because it's at the top. It's like fats. You know, you have right. to have you fats. Have to have fats. You have to have good fats. Have you have to have wine. You have to have good wine. Right, right. Okay. So now, first of all, the reason that we think it's important is that wine is food. Wow. Today, we think of wine as something you just drink and have at a bar or at a party or a cocktail party or whatever. And that's fine. You can do that. That's totally fine. But we think the truest way to appreciate a wine is to see how it complements the food. Okay. Like, you're really nice. I really appreciate your food. Oh, wow. We really get along (laughs) because we continue to compliment each other. That's right. (laughs) So wine will really change the experience of both itself and the food Mm -hmm. if it's paired. Mm -hmm. You know, right or wrong, I think. And like a high acid wine, for example... It gets it goes really well with a variety of foods, um, like spicy foods and saucy foods and, you and love lighter spicy pr- foods. Yeah. So that's why I feel like this is a really good one for you because you like to drink wine, you like spicy food, and I you're do. always trying to find 
what's going to work Fi- best together. I, I do, totally. Okay. You you know me so well. I know. And then on the contrary, like bolder, higher tannin wines go better with rich proteins like steaks and stews and mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go back, the second reason is when you go back to the roots of wine in the old world, you know, the old world. We call that Europe. Wow, the old country. <laughs> Wines and yeah, the old the old country. Wines and food are what I would say are of a place. They're of a place. Okay. And that means the wines and foods of a particular region, that could be Italy or France or Germany or Spain or Portugal or whatever it is, or Greece. Um, they they go together. Mm-hmm. Now there are then foods like Thai food where there really isn't a lot of native wine production. Ah. And so from that perspective, you can't really rely on finding a regional wine because mm-hmm. there's just not a lot of regional wine. Right, you, you gotta look think? elsewhere. And the last thing I'm gonna say is that some people strongly poo-poo that wow. notion that you can correctly pair a food and a wine. And even uh, that What do you mean? Well, they don't like the idea. They they just kind of like say, I don't I don't buy it. Like I don't buy that food and wine pairing is actually a thing. Even oh, though we are the I wine see. pair. I mean, come on, I know. people. Yeah. Oh wow. So they don't even think it about any cuisine. No, they're like, it's made up. It's just made up. Well, I have some articles where people are strongly arguing this. But I do think there are a few reasons why people say this. Hmm. Um, Why people say there isn't a correct way to pair food and wine. So I think for some people, it just seems pretentious. It's just like, they just disagree with it because it's like, they're sensitive, right? Mm. And they find it offensive. You think they and they're would, kind of babies. They don't kind want of people to tell them. like what. But you know what? I still, I go back to like, it's your opinion or it is your, your opinion. taste in a but, lot of ways. So we're not trying to completely sway people. No, you're right. But I think for these people, when they think, when they say, oh, there's a right way to pair wine and food, they think it's snobby. They think it's just snobby and they don't like that. They just don't want to deal with that. We're sorry. We're sorry. Now, I think for others, they don't like it because it feels like a lot of work. Mm. It's like, I like food. I like wine. Just let me have them together. Like, I don't, whatever it is. Like, if it's, my taste, that kind of to your point, my taste is not, and my taste is not your taste. So Mm -hmm. leave me alone. Let me eat what I want and drink what I want. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with them, but I'm good with it. I'm okay with it. Okay. And then for others, I think. The idea that there's a perfect food and wine pairing to the exclusion of others just seems objectively not true to them. Mm. Just seems not true. And and actually, I agree with that. Like, I don't think there's one f- one wine for every food. I think there can be multiple wines I for food. I agree. Foods. I agree. But I do think that there are wines that are going to go better with different foods, and they're going to heighten the enjoyment of the food. So I don't think it's exclusive, but I do think that there are wine and food combinations that go well together, and some that just don't. Like a Cabernet Sauvignon and a light, flaky, baked fish is not going to be well, a great we're combo. we're not going to have it. We are not But it's not going to be a great combo. It's just objectively so. not going to be a great combo. Okay. I just, I'm just going to say that. Oh, just, wow. So, oh, wow. Laying down the law here. Yeah, so, so you may be on one side or the other, or you may just not have a strong opinion, and that's okay too, but Carmela, what side are you on? You know, I don't... We are the wine pair. I know. I Well, he's trying to remind me. He's urging me, like, don't mess this one up. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, no. I'm not. Um, no, I'm with you. Like, I I certainly enjoy specific wines with specific kinds of foods. Yeah. And I like that idea. I think that makes it's it... fun. Right. For us, it's it's enjoyable. It's You kind of, you know, learn I something about, about it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, exactly. It's and we think of, about what are we going to make and what, what, what are, are our sides and, the, and then what are we going to... Yeah, exactly. exactly. So I like the idea, but... I have to admit, you probably would catch me 
having a glass of, you know, like white wine with anything. I was just going to say <laughs> yeah. I could have that like with a burger and be completely be fine. Satisfied. And you know what? I think that's okay. I don't think objective. Well, I've said objectively a lot. Like, I don't think like, oh, you can't have a white wine with a burger. Of course you can. Hmm. I just think it's going to change the flavor the both profile both, a little bit right exactly right. and it may yeah it may not be the best it may not bring out the flavors in the same way exactly if you're but not pairing, yeah so do anyway but do. i like it but typically i do like to with you especially like when we're throwing a party talk about what think kind about of the wines. wine yeah yeah totally so well anyway regardless we're going to talk about what wines we think and experts think go with thai food and there are a lot of them not just a few there's a lot and we have three different wines that we're going to taste and review and talk about to see if we think that they're good pairings with Thai food, and if there are any good wines, regardless of pairing with Thai food. But first, you got to do our shameless plug. That's right. So we want to thank you for listening to us and for supporting our show. And if you haven't had a chance to do so yet, now would be the perfect time to subscribe to our podcast. Mm. It's free. It's a free way to support us, and then you don't have to miss any shows. So there you go. And mm. thanks to win, all of win. you. Yeah, thanks to all of you who have supported us and subscribed already. And then you know what, Carmela? Another really good way to support us is to leave us a nice rating and review. A nice one. Not a bad one. No. You can also follow us and see pictures of the wines we're tasting and trying today at Instagram at The Wine Pair Podcast. And you can also follow us on threads, but we won't do anything, so don't worry about it. Yeah. And you can contact us on our website at thewinepairpodcast.com. And there, you can sign up for our newsletter, which is the greatest newsletter in the history of mankind. Wow. And you just missed our November newsletter, but I promise, if you email me at joe at thewinepairpodcast.com and you say, hey, Joe. I didn't get the newsletter, but I'd like it. I you will can send, still get it. I will send yeah, it to you. We have it. We actually, we, have, <laughs> we didn't get rid of it. We them. haven't archived it yet. No, it is available. It's still there, and yeah. I will send it to you. And then as we do every week, we'll tell you someone we think you should tell about us, the Wine Pair Podcast. And this week, we want you to tell anyone who's eating or ordering or loves Thai food, and we want you to say to them, hey, if you're looking for a great wine to go with Thai food, listen to these morons. What? Yeah, these Don't morons. Say that. Yeah, and then listen send them this the, episode. The, one of the morons. I mean, listen to the guy moron. The guy's a moron. Yeah. The, the girl, chick, she's okay. Not so great either. <laughs> <laughs> she's not what I call a moron, but you know, I don't not not that bright. No, I don't know. Okay, anyway. So Carmela, are you ready to tackle this really difficult challenge of pairing wine with Thai food? Wow, this is gonna be tough, but I am down. I am down for it. Now I have a question for you. I didn't prep you for this at all. Why do you think pairing did you prep me for anything? No, no but one? why do you, why do you think pairing wine and Thai food is so tricky? I thought you were going to say why it's so important. <laughs> well, it is important, but why, why do you think it's, it's so tricky? tricky? Well, I think probably because it's very spicy food, or it can be very spicy. That's one. That is definitely one. The spiciness is hard. Pairing wine and spicy food is twicky. Right, right. And you could it's drink a lot of wine on. because it's so spicy. So make sure you have a glass of water on the side. <laughs> That's not really it. But okay. <laughs> What's another reason why? Why it would be so tricky? Mm -hmm. Well, because there's no wines typically that you drink from Thailand. That's that is tricky. That's tricky because so, there's no know, natural. Like, right, you can't no go. Oh, here's the wine that they make. In, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's another reason? Um, because I don't know. I don't well, know. another reason is there's just a super wide variety of styles. Like you have pod Thai, oh, of I course. I see the type of you, food that yeah, they right. But you also have like skewers, and you have coconut soup, and you have curries, but and you have stir fries. Another any other cuisine. Well, but it's okay. But there, it's not like saying, "Oh, I'm going to pair it with." Pod Thai, because you may have a lot of different types of things that you're trying to pair it with. She's laughing at me. I think it's true. <laughs> no, I Because I said you. Pod Thai. 
<laughs> we have a like funny that. story about Pad Thai. We're not going to tell we it. We won't tell it. But, but you, if you okay. email us at joe at thewinepairpodcast.com, we or may tell it to you. Or if you give us a nice review, yeah. then, then we, we will definitely tell you. will. We, we will definitely have the will. secret, okay. promise. The other is that not just is the food spicy, but the types of spiciness are different. Like one star, two star? Or like no, one to five? Or? No, no. <laughs> what I mean is there's herbs like lemongrass and Thai basil. Uh, there are spices huh? like Thai ginger or cardamom or nutmeg or cumin and coriander. There are citrus elements like lime. There are sauces that contain things like coconut milk and tomato paste. And there's even like bitter elements like lime rinds and turmeric. So mm. there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It's not super simple. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a lot of spices going on. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing is there's a lot of different types of proteins. So while they might right. not use a lot of beef... There's shrimp, there's chicken, there's pork, there's fish, there's well, nuts, there's tofu, I there's a bunch think... of stuff. Go ahead. She's got her hands up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm trying to interrupt She's this guy. To... Like, shut up. Whoa. Shut up, you moron. No, okay, no, no. go ahead. I'm trying to also think to myself, when we order Thai food, and sometimes when you're at a restaurant, you order more than one protein. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, and yeah. Th- and like, like then that's hard. Like, what do you pair with pork right. and shrimp? If you go and to tofu. an Italian restaurant, unless you're really sharing plates around, you're usually just going to have your one thing, right? Yeah, right. your and own. Even when you make right. it at home, you might have a pasta, and then the protein. You know, you don't often do like a surf and turf that often with an Italian yeah. cuisine. And I think it's probably true of a lot of cuisine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I get it. Okay. But, I get it. But I do think going back to what you said originally, heat is probably the first place to start because that is really tricky. Like mm-hmm. heat is tricky. And the first rule of heat is that wines that are high in tannin or loaded with oak or high in alcohol or low in acidity, they don't pair well with spicy foods. So high alcohol makes spicy more spicy. Ooh. And high tannin and oak can make the spiciness and other flavors muted. So you can actually do either one, you make it too spicy, or two, it's like, I don't even know what I'm tasting anymore. Mm. And Because so, sometimes they're so bold, they mask the heat and the complex spices. So again, it's not that you can't drink them with spicy foods like Thai foods. It's just that you may get a weird or overpowering sort of flavor of something mm-hmm. it, without, without the right pairing. It. It's right. Yeah. That's right. You may and, not get what you bought or you may get too much of something that you don't love like right. that that might be something or again like miss out on some of the nuances mm. of the food mm-hmm. so uh, we have tons of articles in our show notes so just go to our show look for this episode click on the episode and then scroll down and cl- and you'll see the scroll the, the scroll you'll He's see the show notes gestures right now, yeah like, like i'm just I'm pointing and yeah. pushing and pulling right, and right. all that kind of stuff hmm. uh but here are some general ideas to point you in the right direction on what wines to pair with thai food and and a good Thai restaurant that serves wine will often have some of these options. So first, crisp white wines. Mm. So like Pinot Grigios, Sauvignon Blancs, Chenin Blancs, Pinot Blancs, unoaked Chardonnays, Gruner Feltliner, dry Rieslings, really good. Mm. Like a dry, crisp white wine, really good. Orange wines can be good too. Another one is sparkling. And you can do Brut, which is dry or off dry, which is a little sweeter. But sparkling wine is great Mm because the bubbles can actually help accentuate the flavors. And we would always go towards a a brute sparkling, like a more dry sparkling. But again, a semi-sweet is fine. Like Mm. you can actually do it. And in fact, off dry whites, so like sweeter, like semi-sweet wines, like a Gewürztraminer or an off dry Riesling, those can be really good. So that's interesting too, because a lot of times it's difficult to pair sweet wines 
with food, with mm-hmm. savory foods. Right. And here's a great opportunity to do that if you like sweet wines. Mm. Another option is light reds like a Gamay or a Pinot Noir or a Valpolicello. Mellow reds, so ones that aren't too overpowering, like maybe a nice Merlot blend might work. And then a dry, crisp rosé, like a rosé from Provence, like a Grenache-based rosé, that can work. Or a Gamay from, uh, I mean, a rosé with Gamay or Pinot Noir can also work really well. Nice. So there, Lots and, of options. And even if you want a Cabernet Sauvignon, a rosé from Cabernet Sauvignon can be a really oh. good option. Mm. So on that note... Carmela. Yes, Joe. We are going to try an unusual wine. We're going to try a wine we've never tried before. Mm. This is a wine that's normally a red wine, but we're going to have the rosé version today. Lovely. And the wine is called Pinot Donis. Okay. And it's supposed to be similar to a Pinot Noir, but it's a different wine. It's actually spelled, the Pinot part of it is spelled differently. It's from Loire Valley of France. And it's sometimes called Chenin Noir. Mm. It's not related to Chenin Blanc. We are going to drink a Chenin Blanc tonight as well. But it's an interesting wine, and it's one that I've been really interested in trying. And so Mm. I'm excited about that. This sounds wonderful. Yeah, so there you go. Pinot Donis. And if you want to know how it's spelled, you go to the website and we'll show you. Excellent. Uh, Actually, I'll just tell you. It's P-I-N-E-A-U, and the Donis is D-apostrophe-A-U-N-I-S. It's an interesting Mm. grape. Mm -hmm. I've never had heard of it before. Mm. So I think it's time to learn a little bit more about the wines we chose for this episode. What do you say, Carmela? Yes, please. (laughs) So as usual, all the wines we have chosen for this episode are under $20. Excellent. And all of them should be relatively easy to find because I bought them all at wine.com. Because I'm done with Total Wine. No, I'm not totally done, but wine.com. And even if you can't find the exact wines we're drinking today... At least two of the varietals you should be able to find. The Pinot Donis, I don't know that you're going to have a super easy time That's finding it. That's the hardest it. one to find. Yeah, yeah, but if you went to a wine shop that specialized in French wine or a big wine shop, like you should be able to find that wine grape, but it won't be super easy. And of course, you can find it online because we found it online. Okay. Perfect. So the first wine we're going to try today is called the Radley and Finch Alipac Chenin Blanc. And Chenin Blanc is supposed to be a really good pairing with Thai food, which mm. seems like a stupid thing to say, since the whole episode is about pairing wine and Thai food. Right. Did well, you think that was a dumb thing. thing to say? No, I don't think so. Okay. Thank you for You don't say that. dumb things. Well, I do sometimes, but rarely on the podcast. Right. At home, all the all time. All the time. Yeah. No. So, no. She didn't even hesitate on that one. So this Ali Pack Chenin Blanc is from South Africa, and that's a wine area that's growing in popper and popularity because they make good wines and they make them at reasonable prices. And the winery describes their wines as made for daily enjoyment. And they want to make wines that are unpretentious and lighthearted, mm. both for the experienced and the novice drinker. Wow, lighthearted, huh? That's kind of That's fun. A funny wine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they also say that their wines are made from sustainably farmed grapes. And although they don't say it, I do think this wine will be unoaked. Okay. So there you go. So there's nice. one, Chenin Blanc. Okay. The next wine we're going to be drinking is called the Maison Agelo Bougie Gamay. <gasps> Bougie. Yeah, and I chose wow. it for two reasons. One, I wanted a light red wine. I like Gamay's. It's November when we're recording this. Gamay is a great November wine, like Thanksgiving wine. Mm-hmm. And the second is because the name and the bottle crack me up. It's oh, like really? bougie. It's kind of a silly the bottle. Names, You're going to love it. I can't it. wait to see this bottle. Yeah. yeah. 
And this is supposed to be a really light and easy drinking wine. And um, the winery describes the way they make the wine this way. The juice is converted into wine through carbonic maceration in temperature-controlled fiberglass tanks. So I've never heard of fiberglass tanks before. Hmm. And over the course of six days... The cap, remember, that's all the junk that floats to the top of the juice, is punched down twice a day. And they say the result is a wine that's totally slurpable. Oh, wow. So that sounds fun. It does. Slurpable. Slurpable. We like a slurpable wine. Ooh, we're going to be slurping away. So talk about unpretentious, right? Mm. Like this is another example. Slurpable. Yeah, it's it's an unpretentious wine. I mean, if you're describing a wine as slurpable. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. So now, what is carbonic maceration, you that may ask? That kind of was scary. Like that, when you said that, I was just about to go, what is he talking about? It sounds dangerous. It sounds it very sounds dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I actually, this is another thing I didn't know. It's primarily used on light to medium bottled red, bottled, light to medium bodied red wines. And it's supposed to make the fruity flavors really come out hmm. and tamp down on the tannins. Okay. And this is the weird thing. I've got an article from wine enthusiasts, but carbonic maceration in the initial fermentation is not caused by yeast, Mm. which is really weird. Hmm. Like I never knew there was a fermentation of a wine that didn't take place with yeast. But this is what wine enthusiasts said. The method of carbonic maceration involves filling a sealed vessel with carbon dioxide and then adding whole intact bunches of grapes. And and so this is an oxygen-free environment. And the berries begin to ferment from the inside out. Weird. Yeah. So they use the CO2, they break down the sugars and the malic acid. Mm -hmm. And once the alcohol reaches 2%, the berries burst. So the grape berries burst and they release the juice naturally. And then they use a normal yeast fermentation to finish the job. It's kind of weird. Like I didn't even know about that. So this should be a really light, fun, slurpable red wine. And this just the kind that you like. Lighthearted. Oh, that was the second one. This is the second one. Oh. (laughs) We're still on the second one. We haven't even gotten to the third one. You're so tired of me talking that you thought I'd already gone to the third one. Holy cow. This is the lighthearted one. This is what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, because you don't you don't love a big red wine. No. You tend no, not to. No, I don't. But this is going to be great, I think, with the Thai food. And I think good for you. Mm. So if you have a person in your life that you love and they don't love a big, bold red wine, this Give might be... the slurpable, lighthearted one. Gamay. The, gamay. the bougie gamay. The bougie. I love that name. Carmela, are you ready for me to talk about the third wine I'm now? I'm so ready. <laughs> Wow. You thought I was already talking about Woo. it. So this one is called Henri Bourgeois Le Verlon Pinot d'Onis. Wow. Rosé. Nice. And what were you doing over there? Just banging your... No, I just had to move it around for a God, second. You're just making as much noise as Sorry. possible. So now I don't know anything about this wine, the Pinot d'Onis, and you do pronounce the S. Okay, I checked okay. with the guy that does all the pronunciations online, okay. Wow. But according to the winery, the family only uses organic fertilizers. They manage water stress. Uh, they have perfect sun exposure, they say. And nearby springs keep the vineyard soils cool. And then they use a gravity flow winery technique. So they're really gentle with their wines and they're gentle with the juice. And there's not a lot of like hand manipulation in this kind of stuff. It's like one of these low interventions wines. So there you go. But I'm going to tell you a little story. Okay. I like stories. The wine comes from the Loire Valley and it has a picture of King Henry IV, who was one of the kings of France. And this one of the stories about this grape and this wine is that 
during battle. You know, he was fighting. King Henry was fighting. The grape or uh, two or just King Henry? Bo- both. Okay. And King Henry fell in love with a local Pinot Donis wine. Mm-hmm. And evidently, King Henry was also a bit of a womanizer. Wow. And his nickname was Le Vert Galant, which is the name of this wine. Ah. And uh, Le Vert Galant is directly translated as the Green Galant or Green Gallant. Hmm. And that actually means somebody who has a rich sexual appetite. Wow. <laughs> Wow, the end. The end. And good night. Wow. Okay, so I'm super excited about this wine. Wow. Because of Le Vert Galant. No, I'm actually because it's this Pinot Donis, and I don't know anything about it. Sounds dirty. It sounds a dirty wine. I like a dirty wine. Wow. And it's a rosé, so it's going to make you blush. Oh, nice. Maybe make you blush. uh, Maybe it'll make me stop talking. (laughs) Maybe. I don't think so, but perhaps. Probably not. So on that note, we're going to stop me from talking. We're going to take a quick break and grab our wines. We'll be right back. And if you have a wine or similar wines to this to drink along with us and you happen to have some Thai food, not Thai food, but Thai food, bring it along. And bring it along bring it to along. your table. Bring it to your table. You're your listening TVs, and your listening you know. device. Put your headset in it and let's go. All okay. Right. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. Okay, we are back and we are ready to try our first wine. And Carmela, while I talk about it, you can smell it. And by the way, it's a screw cap. Wow, it's a cutest little puppies on it, too. Cute little bottle. Yeah. Okay, Love so it. this is called Radley and Finch Alipac Chenin Blanc. It's from South Africa. It's a 2022 vintage. It was only $10.99 at wine.com. Wow. And it's 12.6% alcohol. And as far as we know, it's 100% Chenin Blanc. But Carmela, mm-hmm. what are, you're looking at the bottle so intently. I know, I'm laughing because it says, Enjoyism pairs well with optimism. Oh, that's nice. Got to be positive mm-hmm. to drink this. That's right. Or it'll make you positive. That's right. Mm-hmm. So what are you smelling on this wine? Well, I think there's like a, a little honey. I'm getting a little bit of that gluey kind of smell, oh, too. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. like that gasoline or kind of kerosene kind of smell. Oh, really? Okay. I'm getting apple or pear, like some sort more of like, apple or pear. Maybe like more, more pear. pear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is something kind of spicy, a little spicy on it. You know, like baking spice. I feel like there's oh, a little baking spice okay. on it. Like something, almost almost like an allspice or a clove yeah. mm-hmm. or something, though. It's yeah. not, hmm, not like uh, cinnamon. I think it's, like you said, it's a little spicier than cinnamon, but a baking spice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you say? You smelled honey? Did you a say? honey. I agree. I agree. A little sweetness on it. But like that natural honey sweetness, you and know? Maybe just a scotch of vanilla. Hmm. Okay. Okay, well, let's try it and see what we think. It may, you know, I didn't think this was oaked, but maybe it is oaked a little bit. But let's find out. Ooh. Oh, wow. It's kind of tart. I was going to say a little pithy, too. Mm-hmm. It's got, it does. have. I like it. It's got a little bit of bitterness on it, but it's kind of like this tart. You know, we talked about this before. Like, if when I was little, my mom used to put lemons on the apple, like lemon juice on the apple to keep it mm-hmm. from turning brown. That's a little bit what it tastes yeah, like. Got a little crispy, I would agree. Mm-hmm. that crispy apple and a little bit of lemon on it. A little bit it. of a Granny Smith that you would put, yes, you would squeeze a little lemon on it or soda water. But that doesn't mm-hmm. wouldn't give you the tartness. But Granny Smith is kind of that tartness I think I'm getting too. But I am mm. getting like it's lemony, but I am getting a little bit of like it's got a little bit of mouthfeel, and I am getting a little vanilla and honey, a little honey. I think it's almost got a, like almost a feel of honey in the mouth, just a little touch. Is of it, it feel like a little like syrupy? Yeah, a little, a little syrupy, a little unctuous. Mm-hmm, got a little bit mm-hmm. of body on it. Mm. 
I think this would be nice with Thai food. I agree. This is it a nice is wine. Nice with Thai food. This is a really nice wine. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that nice kind of Ooh. pear and apple and citrus. Right. It's and really it's, it's 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 a good wine to drink with food. Like I really I think, think so too. It is one that you want to have food with. Yeah. And this have. is this is not a super complex wine, mm-hmm. but it's nice. Like and it's, it's refreshing. Nice. Well if you're I mean, having when you're having spicy food, it takes off that bit of an edge. I agree. From the spice. Yeah, I think now we are serving it pretty cold. Like it's fridge cold. My bet is if it wasn't as cold, you might get more flavors out of it. But mm. I think with a really spicy food, it's good to have it super cold. That's mm. that's just me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what food would you pair? Obviously, we we're going to pair this with Thai food. Any mm-hmm. other foods you might pair this no, with? No, but I'm thinking what dishes. Okay, that's good. That's good. What Thai dishes? Yeah. A curry. For sure. Give me a curry. For sure. Any curry too, but like a chicken curry. Yeah, but the like shrimp. green, do you like the green or the red or the yellow? Oh, like what do you like? All. I, I do don't too. think I really have a preference. I don't either. Yeah. I kind of oh, like them look all at too. Us. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I don't even like, um, yeah, I guess there are some differences that I can taste, but I just love them all. I love curry. What would you have, like a chicken curry? or I think would chicken you have a curry sh- would yeah. be really good with this. What about pad thai, like a chicken pad thai? I, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is a really good one. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, you know, even sometimes you get like, they'll have their version of spring rolls. I was or, just thinking the same thing, mm-hmm. like a gyoza, but I don't know if they call it. Like a would crispy be roll. so delicious. Really that good. little bit of fried food and some, a little bit of spice inside. Oh, Totally. Delicious. I'm with you. Okay, well, mm. let's rate this wine. So as a reminder on our rating scale, we rate on a scale of 1 to 10. You can't do halves. We only do whole no numbers. No halvesies. No halvesies. 7 and above means we're going to buy it. 4 or below means we're going to pour it down the goddamn sink. My goodness. Right? We have done it. We have. we have. I've done that many times. Mm. And then a 5 or a 6 means, hey, we'll drink it. We'll finish it. It's not offensive. You know, I probably, I might look for something else. Right. I won't pretend like I didn't order it, but I might not, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. So so um, what rating would you give a Desawana? I want to give it a good solid seven. Yeah, definitely. I'm at least a seven. Okay. I'm going to hold off on whether or not I think it's higher, but I would definitely buy this wine. Yes. I think it's a solid wine. It's $10.99. That's incredible. It's a really good yeah, price. Yeah, it's a great buy. It's really nice. And this is like we're having it now. It'll be good with spicy food. I actually think this would be really good summer wine. Mm, I really do Really good too. warm weather wine. Yeah. It's refreshing and it's a very pretty bottle, pretty Pretty color. color. It's very light yeah, wine. Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. about it would be a great choice, I, I think. I kind of feel in general that Chenin Blanc is a little bit of an un- underappreciated wine. Like mm-hmm. for a white wine, I don't think that people talk about it a lot, but I like Chenin Blanc. I, I've it's Every time I've wine. had it, I've really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Nice pick. A little, little spiciness to it. I like it. Okay, well, let's take a break and then we're going to try our next one. Okay. Okay, we are back and we are ready to try our next wine. And Carmelo, just explain the bottle a little bit. Okay, so it has bougie on top. B-U-G-E-Y, bougie. Yeah, and it is like almost like a cartoon. It's got this silly little man with his wine glass and he's holding it by the stem. Thank God. Woo! And yes, it's not a stem. So he's bougie. He's so bougie. (laughs) And he's just got, he just looks like, I don't even know though. He's like in the middle of nowhere. He must be at like the great vines in between some and he's it's just goofy it's It's kind of goofy for sure and he looks happy i don't know what do you think i don't know but i'm gonna talk about this wine and you can smell it okay okay this is called the maison angelo bougie gamay it's from savoie france savoie it's uh 2022 it was 14 dollars and 99 cents at wine.com it's only 12 and a half percent alcohol which is low for a red wine and as far as we know it's 100 percent gamay and carmela what are you smelling? Hmm. 
I'm trying to think. Ooh, it's, it's super fruity. It's very fruity. I mean, it's it's even like uh, almost like a dried fruit. It's like oh, really okay. sweet. You know, sweet like a, smelling. I was thinking candy. To mm. me, it smells a little bit like a little bit like a cherry candy or a strawberry candy, like a starburst, like a starburst. <gasps> yes, yes, for sure. And it's. I, I can smell a- cherry on it, but I do think it is maybe more strawberry mm-hmm. and almost like a strawberry jam. Ooh, you know, like something very sweet. Very for sure. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to write all this down so I remember it. But um, no, uh, something about it almost has like a raisin or mm-hmm. cranberry, like mm-hmm. that dried, like not fresh, but dried um, fruit that's been sugared. Yeah. You know? But even so, like when you, you're right though, like when you, when, when a fruit, like a cranberry, like a craisin or a, craisin. a raisin, yeah, no, like they craisins. get really sweet, right? Mm-hmm. They get really sweet mm-hmm. when they raisin up. Now this is the one that went through that carbonic maceration, ah. which is really supposed to bring out the fruit flavors and tamp down on the, any tannins, mm-hmm. but it does smell, it smells like candy. To me, it, it smells does. like a fruit candy. I like it. So, well, let's taste it and see what we think. Okay. Ooh. I mean, wow. when they, they, they call this one slurpable, holy moly. It's very slurpable. I mean, it's da- this is a dangerous one. Although it's tangy at the end. Like it's, it's tangy. smooth on the front, but the end is definitely a little, a little okay, kick. Okay, but come on. Give me a break. If this was, this would do well a little bit chilled, and you yes. could glug this wine. Like, you could just like, go, go, You go, could, go, go. and not many red wines do I feel that way. Oh, my gosh. Really? It's like a, it's like a. It's, it's a like treat. a soda. It's like a fruit juice. It's, it's like a It slurpee. tastes like a fruit juice. Like what yeah. fruit juice do you think it tastes like? Well, I mean, it's kind of Capri Sun-like, but it's a ri- it's richer. It's like a fruit so, punch. It is a fruit punch. Mm-hmm. It tastes, that's a, you know what? It tastes like a Kool-Aid. Mm. It tastes like Kool-Aid. Mm. It tastes like red Kool-Aid. Yes, it kind with of a, is. With a, it's, it's red flavored. It's, it's red a red flavored, flavored Kool Aid. It is. It's red flavored Kool Aid. It does have a little bit of bite at the end, but when you first taste it, it's like if you gave this to a little kid. Oh man, they would drink it. They might. You know, like most little kids are like wine. Blech. They would not know what hit them too. <laughs> no. Yeah, they might What's hit. the alcohol on this? I said twelve point six. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Low alcohol. I'm sorry. I'm looking, looking. Listen to. Listen. Listen. Listen to me, Linda. Okay, I was Linda. Linda, listen. I was just writing I how something old down. That kid is now. I don't know, but he's so cute. I know, but do he's probably like, like the listen. Do you think he could try this? He's probably like probably Linda. Not. Listen, <laughs> listen up, listen, Linda. Linda. Ooh, this is good. This is nice. It's, what it, would you have in terms of food? Like, well, what Thai dishes would I'll, you like? Mm, this to me is more like a pod Thai, more of a noodle. I think it's more of a noodle wine. What I kind don't, of protein? I would, I always have, I always love chicken with it. But to me, this one's a little bit, um, I worry that a curry actually could overpower this wine. Mm. I don't think it would do poorly. Poorly. I don't think it would be a bad combination. I just think it might get overpowered. You might be like, oh, I don't, I don't really taste the wine anymore. Yeah, this would be like, help me, help me. You're overpowering me. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think like a salad or a soup or a pod thai or some sort of noodle dish would, noodle Dish would go really well with it. Noodling. Noodling, yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. But what do you think? I think you're right. Like, I'm thinking the noodling or rice dish, like a, like some sort mm. of mm-hmm. uh, Thai fried rice. And is actually, that a thing? And, <laughs> no, it is. Okay. And actually, now that I think about it, if you are going to get a curry, I would get one that's super spicy. Super yeah, spicy to drink could, with this wine. This could be good with that. This could really stand up. I think it would. Ha- if it was really spicy, I think it'd actually be a really good compliment. That's mm, the way I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ooh. so what rating 
Would you give it this one? Okay. So I'm going to give this one, I'm kind of going down the same road. I'm going to give it a seven. I'm okay. So here's what I think. I kind of think I want to give the first one an eight. Okay. And I want to give this one a seven. It's not a like, it's not a like seven. It's not a hardcore seven. It's like, it's good for Thai food seven. Okay. And I would buy this wine. And I think this is a really fun wine. I actually think this would be a really fun party wine. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure. Now, look on the cover, on the label now. You see all those fruits, cherries and strawberries. Oh, my gosh. See, I didn't even turn it towards you. I think it's a fun wine, and mm-hmm. I. Th- but I'm not sure I would like... This is a good Tuesday night wine. I don't. I just don't know how much I would buy it on a regular basis, but I really like it, and I would buy it. Okay, my question, though, is are you feeling bougie while you drink it? A little bougie. I mean, feeling you're feeling like bougie. the bougie man on the go. I don't know, but his forehead is like a five head, and that, and that reminds me of my forehead. Kind of like the hard I have thing a five is, head. Is you look at his I forehead. I might have a six head. You might. But no, when you look at his forehead, you look, think that maybe he's a little stressed out. But okay, he's got a and, smirk on his face. Ladies and gentlemen out there, do you feel like as you've gotten older, your forehead has increased in size? But your brain hasn't gotten any bigger? No, but I have the lines, like this bougie guy here. <laughs> you have the lines, I have the forehead. Mm, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. You don't say that kind of stuff to your wife. That I have lines on my forehead? <laughs> yeah. It just goes to show you I haven't had any work done. <laughs> no. No, she has not, ladies and gentlemen. No work. Wow. On that note, we're going to wow. pause our work. That was a lot of information. That for was. Thank you. You're welcome for that, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Okay. We're going to take a pause and we're going to try our last wine. Okay. Okay. We are back. <laughs> we are ready to wow. try our last wine. This is the... Henri Bourgeois Leverlon Pinot d'Anise wow. Rosé. And uh, nice t- it's a screw cap. What would you say about you didn't like you said first you said is this the sex guy? This is the sexy guy. And man. then you were like, I don't like the I don't like his look. I like the little flirt de lis on it. But, but I, you didn't like him. He's just, you know, whatever, Mr. Sexy Pants. Oh, <laughs> okay, this wine and Mr. Sexy Pants mm-hmm. is from Sancerre, France. Okay. This is again a 2022, so a trifecta of 2022 wines. This wine was $18.99 at wine.com. This is actually our this is the rose, but it actually has the most alcohol of all three wines, 13%. And the grapes, as far as we know, is Pinot Donis. Hmm. Again, you pronounce the S. And Carmela, you smelled what I smelled right off the bat. And what is that? A little strawberry. Yeah, but like fresh strawberries. Yes. And also watermelon. Okay, I'm getting that. I mean, it's a lot going on. I got strawberry lemonade. That's what I was getting. I agree with the watermelon, but I got strawberry lemonade. Okay. So a little citrus going on A little there. bit. Like, there was something about it that just was, like, screamed to me. Like, ah. like it's lemonade! Exactly. And lemonade air. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Nice. It's pretty color. It's a nice it salmon is, yeah. pink. It's and actually a pretty bottle. I think the guy is, like, not so great. You just but don't like the green oh, I think he's kind of like, mm, I'm He's so full cool. of himself. Exactly. He, he thinks he's cocky. sexy. Yeah. Cocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of cocky, let's, <laughs> let's check. I like the white top. Oh, boy. And there's lots of things I like about it. Oh, boy. Okay, Mm. stop touching that bottle. Let's drink this wine. (laughs) Stop warming up my wine. Mr. Sexy Pants. Jesus. Wow, you went back for a second sip. Well, it's really watermelony. And a little bit bitter. Mm -hmm. A little bit like a a bitter. 
What do you want to call it? I, f- I feel like it's like watermelon and you, you bite too close to the to white the part. To the green and white, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I agree. And it's like that got that bitterness. It, it has some strawberry to it, strawberry. But um, but I feel like more, me, I'm tasting more water. Me, I'm tasting more, <laughs> not somebody else, me, I'm tasting more watermelon. Me, Joe. I feel like I'm talking I'm to myself. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Wouldn't be so unusual. God, that's right. No. Actually, you don't talk to yourself. I talk to myself more. No, I have the... I remember I'm the one with the negative self-talk, okay? Wait, that's a different thing, though. Like, I talk out loud. The I kids do all be like, the time. The kids will be like, wait, Mom, are you no, talking okay, to me? And I'm like, what you no. Do. I just no, talk out loud. You, I guess you're supposed in. to talk out loud. No, you talk... Yeah, first of all, it's think out loud, not talk out loud. <laughs> but you talk out loud when you're typing. You're typing, you'll be like, I know because it helps me. Me, I just, I'm, I go like, God, you're a dumbass. In your brain, though. That's what In I your say. brain, you, you don't say it out loud. When you're not around, I say it out loud. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Because no. you know, I'll, I'll beat that person up talking about me. You stop talking about yourself, you Boom. jerk. And you meanie go, oh, no, I'm sorry, honey. Boom. Okay, let's get back to the wine. Okay, I'm sorry. But so no, it is good. A lot of personal wow. information. Tonight, the whole night. Woo. We needed a little God. session, I guess. I think we did. I think we needed a little release. <laughs> No, it is a very different flavor, though, than what I'm smelling. It smells sweeter to me. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't taste as sweet. It's, it is a little bit more, it has a little bit of citrus, but it's it's tart. Like, um, it's a different kind of tart. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's a little acidier. bitter. Mm-hmm. It's a little bitter. And it's a little bit um, thick, too. Like it has you think a, so? A little bit. I don't know. A little syrupy, but... It does kind of have a little bit of syrupiness to uh-huh. it. So this is what I would say, though. I actually think this would go really well with spicy foods. Yeah. I think if you put this up against a spicy food, it would totally complement it well. Yeah. So I don't know that this is going to be one. Like, I think a lot of times people are like, oh, rosé. I'm just going to enjoy that little slurpable rosé just by itself. And I don't kind of don't feel like this is going to be a one of those. one like, on its own. Yeah. I, I agree. I think this is made for food. I do, too. I do, too. Like the gamay, mm-hmm. the, the bougie gamay. You just drink that and right. you're fine. That'll be your fifth food group, like top of the pyramid food for the day. Totally. But mm-hmm. this one, I think you have to have food with it. Yeah. And I think... I think Thai food would be a good match. Yeah. I think the food has to have a little kick to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little so, kick. And I actually, think. I think the wine will taste better. Not that I don't... I enjoy, I'm enjoying it, but... I'm with... Uh, no, actually, I'm 100% with you. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I want to judge this wine... Harsher. A little bit lower, but I kind of feel like if I was having it with food, I'd really like it. Mm. Okay. So on that note, which, uh, which, what uh, rating would you give it? Okay. So I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of trying to decide it. Would oh, I buy this? God. I have a hard time with it because I think oh, I like oh, it. I thought you were like. No, I think I like it, but I'm also not like, I can't go and say, I love it. Mm. So I'm like right on the cusp of a, of a six or a seven. I'm the same way. I am the what, same way. What do, you, what do you want to do? You know what? What are you going to do? Mm, what are you going to do? I know what I like the most. Okay, yeah. What are you going to do, though? I'm going to give it a six. Okay, she's giving it a six. I just feel like there are other rosés that I'd pick before this to have with Thai food. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. And I think I'm underrating it. And again, we'll, I think if we were eating food with it, we'd really like it. It is not a bad wine. No. Like, let's no. just be clear. I don't think it's a bad wine. I just, it's not a wine. I think you're right. If I'm going to buy a rosé... I think I'd get a rosé of actually Pinot Noir first, and I think I, I know I'd really enjoy that. I think so, too. So that's where we are. Okay, okay, so Carmela, which of these wines are you finishing tonight? I am going for numero uno. Okay, so you like Bradley. the Chenin Blanc. Yeah. You like the Chenin Blanc. I do. I do. I mean, I do like that bougie, but I know you're going to go for that bougie. No, actually, uh, of the three, I rated the 
the Chenin Blanc right, the yeah, highest. Yeah. I rated it higher than you. Mm-hmm. So guess what? I'm drinking it too. So wham, wham. Yeah. You're going to have to share it with okay. me. And then when we're done with it, we're going to go right to that bougie. Perfect. Okay. A little nightcap. Well, let's talk about, whoa. Let's talk Sorry. about the taste profiles expected from these different wines. We can't talk about a general taste profile because we did three different wines. Right. For the Radley and Finch Alley Pack Chenin Blanc, the winery says this. Balancing white cereal. That's interesting. And stone fruit with white yellow. cereal. And stone fruit. So they're going more like peach ah. with yellow citrus and hints of lifted spice. We did get a little spice. Mm-hmm, for sure. Findingwine.com says their Chenin Blanc is bright and vibrant white wine, a light golden hue, ripe citrus, honey, ah. and white flowers on the palate, flavors of juicy yellow apple, honeydew melon, and a hint of minerality. Okay. The finish is crisp and refreshing with a lingering hint of citrus. Lingering. So I think we actually totally agreed with that. Yeah, for sure. But the <clears throat> cereal thing, white cereal. What do they mean? Cheerios? I No. I think it's more like a grain. I think that's what they mean. More like wheat or something like that. Not I didn't like agree with it. Frosted flakes? I don't know. No, I don't think they meant that kind of cereal. No? And then one other place, Paradise Wine and Buffalo said a light, medium bodied Chenin Blanc packed with flavors of fresh orchard fruits, which seems really broad, but I kind of think they mean more peachy. And then a hint of lemon citrus on the finish. So definitely got okay. that. Okay. Not a lot of reviews for the Bougie Gab- uh, Gamay. What the winery said is spicy red fruit. With low acid tannin, the wine is downright fun. That's about all I could find. We oh, got, wow. we just got a lot of strawberry and cherry and, and a lot of fun can, and candy mm-hmm. and it is it, like sweet and it's very slurpable. Yes. I mean, super drinkable. Right, right. And that, but not serious. Like I think we said that when we were like kind of in between stuff. It's like that's not a serious wine. No, it's a fun. It's wine. a. I mean, just looking at the label, even though the guy's like a bougie dressed up dude, it's a fun wine. Yep. Okay. okay, so the last one, the Henri Bourgeois, Le Vergalon Pinot d'Anis Rosé. The winery says the nose shows ripe red fruit as raspberries, watermelon, and cherries. Mm. The palate shows persistence with a, in a fresh and crisp character. A note of minerality is slightly hidden behind the tannic lace and the beautiful structure of this rosé. And then Fairy Plaza Wine Merton says, savory herbals, herbal aromas of sage, thyme, and tarragon. That's oh, interesting. Wow. Okay. Mingled with fresh strawberries. Okay, That's lots interesting. of strawberry. Lots of watermelon, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. The palate shows tart flavors, tart flavors of pineberry. I don't know what that is. Raspberry and papaya. So they were getting a lot of raspberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, vibrant and juicy with notable mineral thread all the way through the finish. The so, mineral piece, though, could have been what was giving the bitterness. The bitterness. Yeah. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. That mineral rocky kind mm-hmm. of like yeah I'm, I'm totally with you rocky so oh our doggy mm. so what do you think i think that was i think we have three good choices fun. yeah and i do think also it depends like, whatever your preference is if you're a white wine i love that we did a white a red, red and, and a rosé rose. yeah and i Perfect. think you can do that this is a good example too of like are there wines that are going to pair better with thai food yes is it one type of wine no like you can have a red wine and remember, like one time we went to Monsoon, which is Vietnamese, right. so different, but it's spicy, we similar spice. There. We had a Pinot. Mm-hmm. So you can do that kind of stuff. And you can have a rosé. So it's not that there's one wine for the food. There's a variety. You just kind of have to pick the right version of it. Right. Crispy mm-hmm. with a with a, a crispy wine or a fruity wine with something that's spicy. So I there you go. I love it. I love it. That was so fun. Super fun. Well, Carmela, it's time for us to go. But before we do, we want to thank you all very much for listening to us. And if you haven't done so yet, come on, subscribe. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? We're not going to beg you. We're okay, not gonna, I guess we, I we guess are begging, begging you. you. We are begging <laughs> you. And we're also begging you for a nice rating and review. But right. we're begging you in a very positive way. Like, hey, right. wouldn't you like to do this? 
I mean, I don't know we're, what that we're means. kind of inviting you. We're inviting, inviting you. It's an invitation. With a little pressure. It's an invitation. <laughs> it's little, an invitation. That's like, right. Like when somebody goes, would you like to come over? And then they're like, mm, and you go, come on, come yeah, on. You, a, you want to. You know, and they're trying to be nice, but yeah. they're really kind of annoying. Okay. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to hear about other wines that you'd like to taste and review. So you can leave a message for us on our website at thewinepairpodcast.com and you can join our email newsletter there. And remember, you can also just email us at Joe at the Wine Pair Podcast. People do that, you know. People email us, and we answer back, and we're really nice. We're really nice. Well, we are nice. We're nice people. Actually, you're okay. Not very convincing. <laughs> yeah. And so with that, uh, we're going to sign off, and we want to thank you again. And we'll see you next time. And as we like to say, life is short, so stop drinking shitty wine. Uh, bye bye. Bye. Always think too much